On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we talk about bad kids, butter, and bags of brown tubers. <laughs> Hit us up. Talk to us on our socials about those bags of brown tubers. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at OBP underscore raw. Tubers are still vegetables. Go ahead and uh, send us an email for any comments, show ideas, Podcast at gmail.com. Tubers aren't vegetables. The tubers, I think we, they, we know they're vegetables. Devin read it earlier. Give it up. Listen to the episode to know what tubers are. What the fuck are tubers? <laughs> yeah. All kinds of stuff in a panini oh, yeah. press, yeah. I just mainly do grilled cheese for my kids. Because I love, God, I love grilled cheeses. You've had my grilled cheeses. They're good. They're better They're better than anything I've probably ever tasted grilled cheese-wise. They're they're pretty wicked They're good. better than my mom's, very, which is like... They're very buttery. Yeah. Oh, my... And that's what I love, the yeah. butter. Like, I put Ugh. so much butter in a grilled cheese that it has to, like, eject butter. It can't, like, it's hold so... any more butter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Butter's I, so good for I you. I love butter. Yeah. Butter, yeah. Butter's my favorite food. I, my, my, uh, uh, my little lady friend, Jacqueline, uh, got a bunch of butter and I'm, I'm real, I mean, who would have ever guessed that I'm super picky about virtually everything in my life, but oh, shocking. I, uh, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> shocking. Just like when you're like, uh, you know, something, I did something that was very feminist today. I'm like, what? <laughs> What? How <laughs> dare you? I got mad at a man today. What? <laughs> yeah. but, I hate penises. What? what? <laughs> so she went to the store and she got like country crock. And I looked at it and, I, and she was <gasps> like, here's some butter. And I was like, this is That's not, not butter. It's not butter. And then she got some blue bonnet. And I'm like, it does. It literally nowhere on the package is say butter. I'm like, no. it's like shortening and vegetable oil. No. And she, it was funny. She was like, wait, maybe I don't know the difference no i was like they did a study recently where they they said it was so fantastic they said had we never created synthetic butter which is margarine had we never created that we would probably have fewer instances of heart disease and all these other things because that shit is so bad for you because when you get down to it if you're eating something natural like, I mean, even though a lot of people are lactose intolerant, but if you're like, if you're just drinking like normal milk yeah. and you're drinking all these and you're eating butter and you're doing these things, it's so much, even though it's not good for you, it's better for you than all this synthetic bullshit. So you're a stick of butter guy, like a stick of like salted I want butter. Or, salted or unsalted. Yeah. I cut off like a half a tablespoon and I make my eggs that way. Here's my question. Devin, that, what are you? Are you a, are you a margarine or butter guy? No, I'm I'm butter. We get sticks of salted and unsalted. Okay, butter. so here's yeah. my second question: Where do you keep your butter? Refrigerator the, or on the counter in like a butter dish? In the At door of t- the fridge. Oh, gross. So, it's natural though. So if it, so, here's the deal: If you keep butter out, yes, you can carve off the like hard, moldy pieces if it ever gets that <laughs> we, way. We use butter too much like to cheese. like let it ever go. Yeah. Yeah. So a few days ago, it's funny. I. I made myself a sandwich and I had bread in my house that I picked up and I'm like, well, that's moldy. I mean, like as soon as I touched it, I was like, well, that's moldy. So I dug down and it was like, let's say it was like six pieces of bread. So you got the very, so I got, I got the middle pieces. I've done that. I took the middle pieces out and then I picked off, 
I picked off like a few pieces of mold. Totally done. Yeah, I've done that for my kids. Struggle. Yeah, then I heated it up in the microwave for a second. I'm like, that'll kill it, you know. And then I right. Well, then I ate that sandwich, and then something weird happened. I had explosive diarrhea later on that day. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. I I think it was the bread. I'm not positive, <laughs> the mold but was I can't too be sure. So to. I'll just do it again. Yeah, yeah. I I told someone later on. I was like, my stomach's been fucked all day, and I'm like, I drank a huge tall glass of milk and ate moldy bread this morning. And they were like, it's <laughs> yeah. funny. I can't figure out which one of the ones did it to you, because like, like you don't ever drink milk. I grew yeah. I grew up with butter. In a butter dish on yes. the counter at room yes. temperature. Uh, and it's soft and easy to yes. spread. And yes. And I never even realized that you could, you would keep butter in a fridge until I was in my college years. Like, And I and to this day, we keep it on our countertop in a butter dish. But we use it so much, whether I'm making sandwiches or making mm-hmm. eggs or whatever, that um, it never gets moldy or gross. Like, we go through, like... Because you use it so much, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go through a stick of butter in, like, two days. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We just don't Fucking use it love butter. that much. So, well, we don't use it, like, all day, every day. So, my, so we'll, every time we cook, we'll use some cuts of butter and stuff yeah. like that. But dude, butter, butter. When you cook a steak, mm. butter. Like when oh, you cook yeah. a steak, anything and, instead yeah, of like so olive oil. Oh. The only butter thing crusted. that I, the only thing that I refuse to use butter on, is vegetables. I grew up. My parents put butter on their vegetables, and I don't like the what way corn that, or corn on the cob. Uh, well, corn on the cob Broccoli? is different. Yeah. No, olive oil oh, only. Come on, man. Olive oil only on, on all vegetables except corn. I mean, if I'm having like traditional corn on the cob, yeah, it's butter and salt and pepper. But I won't, I don't, it's weird. On, on the vast, like carrots and broccoli and all those things, it's olive oil only. It's just weird. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I think at our house, we only use butter for corn, even if it's like canned corn i'll heat it up throw in some butter salt yeah. pepper and then yeah so cor- so okay cor- corn's the exception corn's the exception corn's the exception corn you made the cut potatoes and well potatoes not a vegetable is it no what's potato what is it it's a root it's a tuber it's a ro- you just make that up <laughs> no <laughs> that sounds like a made-up word it does it's right it's a tuber potato is a tuber but isn't that considered a part of a vegetable Turnips. I don't think so. Radishes. They're I'm all on Jamie's the same. side. It's a vegetable. I bet I guarantee, <laughs> if you just made that word tuber up, if you didn't, then I bet tuber is a form of a vegetable. No, uh, put, potato is a tuber. And Stop saying it. How do you spell it? Well, T-U-B-E. Oh, my God. The potato is a starchy, tuberous crop from the perennial nightshade and then it goes into words I can't pronounce. Like vegetable? <laughs> you can't pronounce vegetable. Potato <laughs> refers to the edible tuber, but it can also refer to the plant itself. Do I need to Google if potato is a vegetable? I, I, feel I just did. Right now. I just did. No, uh, you didn't Google the question. Is potato he, he Googled, a vegetable? He Googled if potato is a tuber. Uh, so yeah. gave him all the <laughs> That's tuber what he did. He's like, potato oh, is potatoes a Potatoes are not <laughs> vegetables. What are they? They're, I don't know. Tubers. They're tubers. <laughs> Okay, here we go. A vegetable is the edible portion of a plant. Vegetables are usually grouped according to the portion of the plant that is eaten, such as leaves, lettuce, stem, carrots? celery, roots, carrot, tubers, potato, <gasps> bulbs, oh. onion, and flowers, broccoli. So it is a vegetable. It's not a vegetable. It is a it's vegetable. It's part of the vegetable by the way, family. By the way, though potato vegetable plants also flower and produce small 
Many seeded berries, like cherry tomatoes, all parts of the plant are poisonous of eating, except for the tubers. And Stop saying tubers. <laughs> the term vegetable. Um, this is just way. It's a vegetable. It's not a vegetable. There's a there's On today's a web- episode of Open Box Policy. We yeah. debate if potatoes are vegetables or tubers. Do <laughs> potatoes count as a vegetable? No. It says that. Anyway, they're tubers. <laughs> okay. I can't believe right. you. I've never heard of tubers. I have not. Yeah, they're Listen, called Listen, I put butter on broccoli, on carrots, on <laughs> tubers, on corn. Yeah. Butter is my friend, and I, I am oh, friends butter. I fucking love butter. I could. I used to dip in high school my French fries into butter. I oh, dip wow. my French fries in yeah. mayonnaise. Oh, there you go. So, like, in my high school, Gross. you get these fries, it's and they awesome. had these the small butter packets, and they were made for, like, the rolls and stuff we would get in our lunch, yeah. and I would dip my fr- I would get, like, six of them, and I'd dip all my French fries in butter. Yeah. I um I started doing that later on in life. I, I saw someone dipping their French fries in mayonnaise one day. and Just mayo, not, like, a mayo-ketchup combo? No. I mean, I'll do both. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, my, my lady friend, uh, she loves to mix ketchup and mustard which is really good hmm. i love and I, I used to do that when i was a kid but yeah I'm, I'm gonna be honest when like there's no one around and and like I've, I've like closed all the blinds i'll i'll dip my french fries yeah, i'll in dip mayonnaise. mine in butter all day yeah, <laughs> yeah. See you, like, have you ever put um, i love couch. sweet potatoes with butter yeah. salt oh, butter yeah. on a sweet potato oh have so you good. ever had um uh oh my god Wait. i just drew a blank a tuber fuck not yeah. a tuber I, I love to butter up my tubers. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's there's nothing better than a buttered tuber. Yeah, give me a yeah, give me a stick of butter and a big brown tuber. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah, oh a fleshy like a fleshy tuber. I love it. Oh my god, <laughs> man, this is this is tickling me right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> tickling, yeah. Is it tickling your tuber. This right. is gonna this is gonna segue perfectly is, is into it? our topic. Is into it? our topic, yeah. And that topic is gonna be: How far would you go to keep your kids from? getting into serious trouble or let's say how far would you go to keep your kids from going down the wrong path whether Yikes. that wrong path be with legal issues or drugs uh, yeah so jamie has it yeah well yeah i mean and you and i have so little perspective i mean we, <laughs> right yeah. yeah well there's i mean so little there's zero perspective i mean other than my niece and nephew and and my kids. Well, what yeah. I'm saying is, no, I'm, what I was saying is he and I have yeah. no perspective. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh you mean for me? Yeah. Oh, like your children for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I they forgot. They gave you a Christmas present. Adam. I know they did. What did you get them? Uh, my love and affection. There you go. Yeah. Um, a bunch so, of buttered tubers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bag of tubers. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's there's an interesting, I'm going to make this very quick. It's a, it's a really long, drawn-out story. But something happened to a friend of mine, and it posed, it's, it made me start to question how I would have reacted in a situation. So I have a very good friend. He's a friend of the podcast. I'm going to leave his name out, leave his son's name out, uh, just, you know, because he asked me to. So his son has been kind of in and out of different schools, plays baseball. How old is he? His son is about 16 years old now. Okay. Super good looking kid. And by all rights, seems like he's a really good kid. Well, inevitably, like, 
this guy was kind of a bad a bad kid when he you know he was a smart mouth bad kid like you know he, he was in and out of trouble all the time so you know your fear is you're going to have a kid that's going to end up being the same way as you and you also right. kind of have you your uh, ears perked up at any sort of things that they are doing exactly going, this doesn't this seems like something i did you're paying but, attention yeah. and i think part of this is what we're going to get to is that he might have he might be a little hard on his son because he's he's kind of afraid that his son is going to end up like him even though he's a good guy and he's a stay-at-home dad and he does really great so I call him a few nights ago, and, and I say, hey, what's up, man? And he just is like, oh, God, man. And you can just tell. Like, you can hear the stress in his voice. And he said, were you a good kid? That's how we started the conversation. I said, yeah, I was. I was moral and ethical, sweet. I, I never got in a lot of trouble. And he said, um, basically, he was like, I was going to tell you to never have children. But if you were a good kid, then – you know, maybe you should have kids, but man, he, let me just tell you, like, it's been really difficult on me. And he goes into telling me this story. He says, my son stole my truck. He's got oh, this shit. He's got this big, like nice Toyota Tundra. He says, my son stole my truck. I found out that he stole my truck because at like, let's say two o'clock in the morning, my wife who is not even staying with me. She's she's like remote training for a job in Nashville, Tennessee, and he lives in Memphis, or he actually lives in Mississippi. She calls me, and he say, he's like, I wake up, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? What is it? What's going on? And she says, well, first of all, Zan, whoop, I almost said his name. First of all, your boy is okay. So he freaks out. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. What's going on? She yeah. says, he's okay, and I need you to promise me that you won't kill him. First of all, you. good for her for saying he's okay first. That. Because that's the first thing that every parent worries when you say something's happened. Yeah, so, like, yeah. promise me you won't hurt him. Promise me you won't kill him. So he says, tell me what is going on right now. You tell me what in the hell I need to know right now. She says, well, he uh, wrecked your truck. He's in a ditch. Um, He called me. He was afraid to call you because he was afraid that you would go crazy. He is correct. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> God dang, dude! How come every time like a teenager steals their parents' car, they always wreck it? Exactly. I every mean, time. I've been, I've, I've had multiple times where I've done it and not wrecked it. Not well, my, see, and, and I've never me, stolen but... a car. I've kept it out too late, and I've gone too fast, and I've peeled out and left big. You know, I've done all kinds of stupid stuff in my parents' cars, but I never stole. I, I My so parents he, so instilled he, this unbelievable respect in me. So he was so, he was so sleeping at the house with sleep. your friend. My friend, okay. yeah. So he, he's he's at home with his dad, and his, his mom is, is out, like, doing training. My friend goes to sleep, and when he goes to sleep, son goes to sleep, and then he gets a call, like, three hours later, so he took it for a joyride, thinking he was going to go out, have a great time, be home, put the car back in the garage, keys back where they were. So now he's fine. questioning himself, how many times has this happened that I don't know oh, about it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's questioning himself. So here's what's crazy. She has the only other car that they own. He does not even have a vehicle to go, to go get his son, to even go see him. So, so at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning... Because they only have two vehicles. He wrecked you can't it. Rent one. Were the police called? Or was it just uh, nothing? They 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 wrecked and then they called 
their the mom. Okay. Well, so I they're... said they, so I gave away part of the story. But I mean, there was he wrecked it, and uh, he called his mom. Yeah. So my friend is in a town where he doesn't know a lot of people. He has to walk across the street to someone that the only really nuanced piece of their relationship is waving at each other. Yep. Walk across the street at like, let's say two o'clock in the morning and start knocking on their door. Hey, can you help me? Wife comes to the door, says, what is going on? He has to try to explain to them, please get your husband. I really need to talk to your husband. She freaks out, closes the door, locks Uh. it. The husband comes to the door and he's like, hey man, what's going on? Like, why are you out of my door at 2 a.m.? And he says, please, I'm in an emergency and I don't have, like, there's no... There's no Ubers. There's no one that can pick me up because he kind of lives in a remote town. Right. Yeah. We're in the backwoods of have, Mississippi. And then you have that neighbor probably rightfully so questioning, is this- Your motives. Yeah, which sucks. Because, yes. Yeah. So not only has all this happened, now he is put into this unbelievably embarrassing position. Mm-hmm. So he says, I just was straight up immediately. I said, you've seen my son. He wrecked my- He stole my truck. He wrecked it. He's about- uh, I don't know where he is, and I need your help. And he said the guy was like, I'm getting my keys. Wait outside. We're going right now. Awesome. Told, Damn, what a good guy. Yeah, he said it was instant. Yeah. We're going right now. I have like did the, one... Wait, did the did the neighbors have kids? Do you I know? don't know. I was uh, just okay. going to ask that. Yeah, that so sounds like I, a, like we're going to make an assumption that they probably... Yeah, they probably do. They probably did, because like if they didn't, it would be like, well, I need more information. Yeah, it parents was probably like, like, I get it. Yeah. Right. I get it. Yeah. If not, you know, you owe me 10 yeah. years from now when my kids are going through that shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he says they get out in the car, and he starts to navigate, and he realize, it realizes it's like 30 or 35 minutes away. It's a long way away. Super embarrassed. You know, the whole trip, he's really embarrassed, obviously. Yeah. So he says they get there, it's pouring down rain, and his truck is just buried face first in a ditch. Oh, fuck. He jumps and out of the car. Is his son there standing outside? You're Just wait. Just oh, wait. Okay. Sorry. He runs down to the car and like shines a flashlight in the window, and there's his son and some other kid passed out in the car. So he says he flings the door open, and when he does... The car smells like they have been smoking enough weed in it to kill somebody. So the car is just completely soaked so not, uh, with the smell uh-oh. of weed. So not only did they like fuck up and crash the car, they thought it was a good decision to sit there and smoke a bunch of pot waiting for people to rest here. They, they were smoking it beforehand. Yeah. And, and so stupid that they thought that their dad wouldn't smell it in his brand new, like, Toyota Tundra. That stuff sticks to everything. To be fair, when I was younger, <laughs> it I, does, man. Bro, like you can just like I can just walk past someone's house and be like, they're smoking weed. But you know what? I <laughs> I I will say this one thing. I do understand that mentality because I as a kid, being 15, 16, smoking a lot of pot, I would come home after smoking. And like do nothing and give my parents a hug and be like they don't even know. Well, but yeah, now, yeah, but you're, now you're being an adult, I'm going. Everybody knows the fucking smell of pot. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? I know. Yeah. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah. If you were, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got What's my marijuana. Hey, I, I got my oil changed one day years ago when I was stoned out of my mind, and I remember the whole time just sitting in my car, and I was like, "Oh my god, everybody knows." <laughs> you know, the guy came over to my window, and he was like. Excuse me, sir. And I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> he was like, 
I just need another mileage of the car. And I was like, I don't know where it is. Like, just find it. Find it for me. And I just like leaned out of the way. I just leaned out of the way and opened my door and was like, please find it. You know, and I mean, and I'm like I'm a car. Out. Yeah, I was a car guy, man. It was awful. I, I drove home. I was going like 10 miles an hour the whole way home. That's what you do. Oh, God. I remember doing that. I remember, I remember driving home so slow as a teenager. Yes. My best friend would be like, it's 35. And I'm like, I'm going 15. Yeah. We're fine. See, I'm always yeah. like. I'm going 90, it, and no, someone's feel, like, no, yeah. no, you're going 10. It feels like you're going fast. Yeah, it's yeah like, for sure. Yeah, everything, everything's just totally upside down. It's like living in the upside down in Stranger Things. Everything's yeah. totally yeah, different. Exactly but as a kid, you yeah. don't- yeah, Monsters trying like, to chase you and everything. It's exactly. like you don't smell it because you're high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, you know, 20 years ago- I would be like, no, nobody can smell it. I put some, I put some, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond yeah. spray on me. Yeah. I'm good. I put and some now awkward I'm on fucking it's... 35, and if the car in front of me is smoking yeah. pot, I'm like, I turn to Glenn, I'm like, oh, someone's smoking pot. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Elle's yeah. like, what's pot? And I'm like, nothing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah All my see. friends would would put on that cheap cologne like Davidoff Cool Water and like. <laughs> You know, Aqua de Joe Bod. Victoria's like, Secret Axe. Spray was the yeah. best. Yeah, then they would just reek like perfume and weed. It would be like yeah. strippers and weed. <laughs> yeah, they basically. don't mix at all. <laughs> no, they don't. So he says he opens the door and it just reeks of weed. So he said so much so that it it, it knocked him down, basically. He yeah. said he screams at his son. He was like, Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up right now. He said they both wake up all sleepy eyed. He said it's raining outside. He tells them both to get their asses out of the car, and he just makes them stand in the rain while he tries to get the car out. So he tries, and he tries, and he tries, and he said eventually he was like, go and get in uh, the other guy's car and just wait on me. So he tries a few more times, can't get the car out, and then he realizes he's going to have to call a wrecker. Yeah. He can't really see any damage because he said the front of the truck was kind of buried well, or put up in, into a berm. Right. So he said he goes over to the other guy's car, and he opens the door, and they had smoked so much weed that it was coming off of them, and that guy's entire car smelled like weed now. Ugh. So he got super angry and was like, get the fuck out of the car. Like, Get the fuck out right now. The and neighbor? Then he, no, no, oh, the dad. Okay. Okay. The dad, because he, he went and opened the door on the neighbor's yeah. car, and then now the neighbor's car, who's the good Samaritan, yep. his car smells <laughs> weed. And then you feel like an asshole because yes. this guy's been great. So he was like... You're like, you get the fuck out of the car right now. And he goes, man, it's like raining outside. And I make these two kids stand out in the cold rain. And I'm like, don't move. Like, you just <laughs> fucking stand right there. While You're going to catch pneumonia. You open those stoner eyes and you watch <laughs> yeah. me get this car out of here. So, you know, I, I, tow truck comes. All this stuff happens. You know, he gets angry at his kid, brings his kid back home, has this really long, drawn-out like conversation with him. Mom has a conversation with him. I can't believe... I can't believe that my son, like the, you know, would do this, and you know, wife says, please don't be so hard on him. You know what I mean? Like we all did stupid stuff. Yada 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 yada. You know the the story. You know that story. Yeah. Right. The classic so, story. Yeah. So he says, starts really having a conversation with him about his friends he's hanging out with. You know, says you're a baseball player. You're really great at this sport, but you're going down a path that's really going to lead you to a point where you're not going to be playing baseball. You know, you're not going to have much of a life anymore. I really need you to get your shit together. So you fast forward, let's say, I don't even know. He didn't even tell me, and I couldn't figure out the timeline. Let's say a few weeks later, a few days later. It, do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mom's home. They uh, all go out to a movie. While they're at the movie, the son disappears. 
So the dad starts calling. He says, I'm going to go get a Coke, and he never shows back up. So he starts calling him. Wait, calling the him. son went to the movie? So the son went to the movie with the family. kid. Yeah, it was a family. Like So they went to the, see a movie as a family. And then the son goes to get something from the concession exactly. and doesn't come back. And never comes back. Oh, shit. So dad gets up and says he picks his phone up and starts blowing him up, leaving him messages like, and he said, I'm losing my shit by now. Like, motherfucker, you better call me. You like, better. was this, this had to be a, a long period of time. No, right? it, like, it, it wasn't a ton of time later. It was it was within, like, let's say a few week period. No, he's saying that he was no, gone. No, like when he was gone for the Coke he, or whatever. He had been for a minute, yeah. I and mean, he said if, the my, movie, if my kid's gone for longer than a minute and a half going to the bathroom, if I know where the bathroom is, yeah. I'm not that they go to the bathroom by themselves now, I'm on that shit and I'm going. Yeah. It was long enough for him to get stressed out about it because yeah. he, he knows his son's up to no good. So, and, and I think this is actually only a few days later, maybe like a week later when mom comes back into town. So son finally answers the phone. He's like, oh, I'm just out here getting a Coke. And he's like, I am standing right yes. in front of the concession stand and your ass is not here. He was like, man, you better fucking tell me. And the son hangs up. <gasps> oh no uh-uh. dude so he loses his shit calls him calls him calls him and eventually calls him and he's like you tell me where you are right now and he's like i'm in the movie and <laughs> my friend <laughs> said he was like i didn't trust him so i stormed into the movie theater with my phone up to my ear and he was like oh you are where are you i don't see you where, where are you at and he was like i'm standing in front of this movie theater and the movie is going and i'm like like tell me where you are raise your hand up put your phone up turn your flashlight on he's like he's like saying something to him and he says all of a sudden his son finally like waves his hand and he was like oh okay so you are in here <laughs> so he gets embarrassed you know he goes over he tries to find out what's going on and he sees him sitting down with his little friend i can't remember if it was the friend he was smoking weed with but it was some little friend that he was not proud of and that he knew was a bad influence as well so I, he says i think he reams his son about it i you know i'm getting the story and it's been a few weeks since he told me but he's like i ream my son about it i'm like look we were out here on a family deal you're supposed to be with us and he said, yeah, well, my friend said he was going to come to the movie, so I told him to go ahead and come in, and I was going to sit with him. And he's like, yo, but you didn't clear that with me. Yeah. Like, we're here as a family. So he said, at the end of the movie, then he's, he's like, yo, my friend's going to, we need to take my friend home. So he gets super angry about it, wife's super angry about it. They get home, they take this other kid home, and, you know, he's, he's like, I just, he's like, man, my son is just not acting right. He's not acting right. So he puts First it, off, you fucked up, so now he knows where the friend lives. Yeah. Yeah, good, you know? yeah, good call. You never so, give away the friend's location. So he says that night, they're they're like, man, we just don't know what's going on with our kid. This is ridiculous. And they put him in bed. They they scold him and admonish him and are like, look, man, like you're 16 years old. It's time to pull your head out of your ass. You need to get you know you need to get your shit together, or whatever. So he says the next morning, he says a few times during the night, he goes out and he looks and the cars are all there because he's like, I don't trust him anymore. So I'm waking up yeah. in the middle of the night. I'm looking. So Does he, he take the keys in the room. You hide them. Yes. Yeah, so I, I I mean I don't know these parts of the story. <laughs> so he said the next morning he wakes up and he looks out he's going up to his son's room and he looks out and he notices that one of the cars has been it looks like it's moved yep and he says he's just kind of like wow that's weird i don't remember it being parked that way so he goes up and he wakes his son up and does whatever and then he said the later on the wife like he takes his son to school or something 
And later on, the wife calls him. I think this is how the story goes. The wife calls him and says, um, oh, no, 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 no. He goes outside and he sees that both tires on the side of his wife's car are busted and the wheels are all screwed up. So he says, he says something to the wife. He's like, what did you hit on the way home? And he said, she's like wiping the sleep out of her eyes. And she's like, I don't know. It was really late when I, I got done bringing the kids home. Like after I got done taking that other kid home. I don't know. Maybe I hit something. I don't remember it. But I'm going to have to go out and look at it. So he says, like, damn, baby, like, what did you hit? You know, giving her the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, it must have been you. You hit you hit something. He said, Both tires are busted. Wheels are screwed up. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I hit something last night. I just wasn't paying attention on my way home. You know, he, so he tells me the story like that. Takes the kid to school and she calls him. Says, so I got in the car. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it smells like weed. Let's see. Put, push and back. there's candy bar wrappers and all kinds of like random shit. Listen, in the car. I don't know. I don't know where this kid got his smarts from. But it's just not there. Dumb for as sure. Like you for sure. You can't piss off your dad that much. Yeah. Wrecking his truck into a ditch yeah. and then just be careless like that. I, know. I used that to sneak out smart. of my house all day, every day when I was 15, 16, 17. I just told my parents about it like two years ago and they were shocked because guess what? I did it sneaky. and I did it flawlessly. Yep. Right. I, they had no idea. You put no a fucking idea. rock in front of the tire like this yeah. is where I need to park when I get home. <laughs> I told him like. That kid is not just screwing you over and he's not doing bad stuff. He's so bold and he does not give, he gives zero shits about you and about no your respect. Shit. So, and so, yeah, so here's what ends up happening. This is the punchline of the story, and then we're going to figure out if you all, how you all feel about it. Yeah. He confronts his son about it. And of course, the son is like, you know, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of blows it off. So he said, what he ends up doing. Is he goes and picks him up from school uh, within a certain amount, maybe the same day, maybe a day or two later, whatever. He called a cop friend of his and he said that he was going to, he needed to bring him down there and he wanted to do like some type of scared straight deal on, on his son. So he takes his son down to a baseball field, an empty baseball field. And he was like, you see all this empty, this empty space out here? And he was like, this is how you're going to be watching games from now on. You know, you're a, you're a, hardcore good baseball player everyone loves you you're a badass you know you have the potential to be a total badass he was like but you you you're basically you're a fuck up and fuck ups watch games from the stands fuck ups don't have talent you know because they they squander it so like basically this is how you're gonna end up watching games from now on and then he says i want you to come with me we're gonna go over here i want you to talk to a friend of mine and he knows this guy so he says he goes over to the to the police station and this one guy comes out and they were going to do a scared straight thing where they like pulled up on him and they arrested yeah. him. But it, they took him over to the the pro the, the police station and he said his friend comes out and starts really getting in, in his face, his kid's face. And is like, I can't believe you did this. And he was like, I'm going to ask you some questions. Did you steal your mom's car? And he says, yes, sir, I did. He said, did you wreck your mom's car? And he said, yes, I did. I wrecked it on the way home and didn't know what to do. And, you know, I basically just pulled back into the driveway and hoped that they would notice or hope that, that somebody else would, would think they did it. And he said, did you steal your dad's car too? He said, yes, I did. And he, he said he was kind of being a little, like kind of not, not, not like a punk, but what wasn't showing a lot of remorse. Yeah, like, yeah, I did it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he says, all of a sudden, another police officer walks up behind this kid, he's not, and he's not paying attention. So he says he looks over at his friend and or at my friend and says, "Hey, did that happen? Did that you know? Did that really happen?" And he says, "Yes, it did." So my friend 
says this cop grabs his son from from behind and says that is grand theft auto or you know that's that's whatever slaps some handcuffs on him and drags his ass inside the jail they take him in oh my god they take him in they like start the booking process and then they tell my friend they say hey we're going to take your son and we're going to take one of the like he's our he's our trustee so we trust him but he's a bad dude and he's been in here for like six or eight years we're going to take him and we're going to sit him in a room with your son and we're going to let this dude like work on your son for a while so they handcuffed his damn son and they threw him in a room with this dude that had been in jail for like six years that he'd been in for all kinds of nasty shit yeah and he said this dude got in there and worked on his ass and was like dude you don't even know what we do to kids like you. yeah he was like kid, Jesus. kid like you comes in here he was like that's fresh meat you know, You're the bell of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Said they, that he fucked with him, and he was like, you know, I sure wish I'd had all kinds of great things when I was a kid. I sure I, I wish my parents would even had cars that I could have been around in, going to movies and having a good time. And he was like, man, you fucked up, and just wore this kid out. I don't think he ever was like really crying or anything, but he was like, he came out. You could tell that he was like, he was fucked. Was so shook. that's what my friend did. He yeah. was like, he got to the point where he was so terrified. That his son was going to end up being a fuck up, that he had him in a roundabout way. He had him arrested, and he and then that's when I talked to him. He was like, "Man, I had my son arrested today." Yeah, and you know, like, so that's the. I guess that's the question. Like, how far would you go? I mean, you need to talk first because you've got kids. Yeah, yeah. Because both Adam and I's response are going to be hypothetical. Yeah, how far would you go? Oh, uh, uh, your daughter or your son, sixteen years old. And they're going down the obvious wrong path, and they're just thumbing their nose at you. Yeah. What do you do? What do what do, what do you and Glenn do so besides think, beating them? Because I mean, so I think what your friend did for his son was awesome. Like I would probably follow that same thing of scaring the shit out of him. Um, I do think that being 16 years old and bringing him out to like a baseball field, unless baseball has consumed his life and like, like that's like the main thing in his life, which obviously it's not anymore. As a 15 year old kid, you're going, whatever, like I smoke a little bit of weed, whatever. It's not going to ruin my chances because that's a 16 year old mentality as and a I, guy. I think that's where he I think he was hoping. Yeah, and that's that what we all would, hope for. That he wouldn't have because to go we're all like, adults. Like a movie. Extreme. Well, yeah. but like we're adults, and we realize that like that will be your outcome. But having a brain that's not fully developed at the age of sixteen, you look at them and kind of roll your eyes and go, "Whatever, I can still play sports. Maybe right. I'll be out for a year. I could still do it." They just don't understand that reality. Um, I think what he did was awesome. I would probably do the exact same thing if I had police friends. My thing is that I think with dealing with boys and girls, when it comes to that factor, it's very different. I have a boy and a girl. So a boy, I could only say to a certain extent. For L, if that ever happened, I mean, I did the same shit. I smoked tons of pot. And I, in the past, and I snuck out of my house and I did things and I was never arrested or anything like that but I did stupid shit and I feel like I would be able to sit down with her and talk with her easier 
and tell her all the shit that I did, whether she agreed with me or not. Good and bad stuff. Like, I would be completely honest and be like, listen, this is what the fuck happens. You either take it or you don't. But being a a mom to a daughter, I feel like I would have more impact than if I went to Porter and had that. Because then I'd just sound like a... That's when his dad would come in. Yes. And that's where I would sound like an upset mother. Like, don't do that, Porter. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And that's when Glenn would need to step in and be like, all right. So, but how far would you go? I understand that you think that... Because, I I mean, I've had to ask myself that question. How far would you go? Would you have L arrested if it meant veering her off and, and affecting her trajectory to make sure that she didn't start getting into drugs and stealing and, and doing all kinds of stuff. Pretend arrested? Yes. A hundred percent. Would you have her legitimately arrested? If she stole from you and she did it again, I would bold faced. I would, would you have her arrested? That's a tough one. I yeah. guess it depends on how deep down the hole she is. If yeah. she looks like she's never coming out and maybe her being legitimately arrested before the age of 18 where she can work her way out of it yeah then maybe we'll see and i think parents never want to fuck up their kid's life but you want them to do good so because that stuff's going to stay on your record exactly and 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 it's always like a fine line the parent has to walk and that's why i go too far do i pull back and that's why i said under 18 it's like well then they want to like turn it off like once they're arrested you can't turn it off yeah they're gonna do they have to go to court they're through the system they're going to get you know, tried and convicted. And, and sometimes that can make that can make it worse. And it can make it worse. Yeah. Not to mention when you sleep with dogs, you get fleas. Yeah. And the jail system is full of dogs. It I don't really believe in the jailing or the prison system or the let's say the correctional system as or a reformation system. type of system. I don't think it reforms a lot of people. It, it messes people up even more. Listen, I grew up in an area that um, if you got arrested in the juvie system, um, you know, it was a very light punishment, but you were arrested, right? Yeah. I never was, but I will say, and hopefully nobody gets offended by this, the good majority of people that I know who were arrested as juvies have a really shit life right now. Yes. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. And that, so that's and I mean, obviously he didn't go that far. Oh yeah, for sure. And when he told me that originally, I thought to myself, "Oh my god!" And then I realized it was kind of a not. I guess scared straight. It's scared straight. Like a no, kind it of was fake good because to arrest. be fair, he could have been one step away from that if a cop would have pulled up while the car was in the ditch. So that was the yeah. deal, and he, he basically said to him, "It's a miracle." That yeah. you didn't get arrested either of the times. You drove a wrecked car home with two cracked wheels and two busted tires. It is a miracle. Well, and the pickup truck If a cop would have stopped ditch. you, you are screwed. Yeah, this kid. Under the influence and driving yeah. a wrecked car. This kid has two strikes, yeah. basically, that he has gotten off of. And if he just keeps pushing his luck. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be in juvie. For, and. Yeah, and that's bad news, especially in a small town. I don't think I know anybody who has done juvie and everything's turned out wonderful. No. No, they usually end like, up... oh, it really turned my life around. Everything just keeps exactly. going. Everything just keeps going in the same yes. direction. Yes, they just keep on going down that slope. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's his that's his fear, you know, that this, this kid... You know, 
I think he and the wife had talked about it like, well, you know, we all smoked weed. We all did stupid stuff. And I mean, yeah, a lot of kids smoke weed, drink and do stuff, but they're not out doing all this criminal stuff. And he, and he thinks part of it is the kids he's hanging out with. You know, they they are all bad boys and they yeah. want to they want to do stuff and screw off. And, you know, there's one thing, a kid that smokes some pot and does some stuff. That's one thing. But a kid that is out like doing and stealing from people. And of course, you know, he told me, he's like, I have no idea if he's stolen other stuff from me. I yeah. have no idea. And it scares the shit out of me to think that he would. And I understand <clears throat> the wife's mentality because I would probably do the same thing of like, take it easy. You know, like he's doing the same stuff that we did, except for yeah. we didn't, you know, and and I get that. That's a mother's thing of like, well, my son and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he, he's a very lucky he was not arrested on both of those cases. Yeah. Like he it, it it could start a downward spiral of juvie. And even if his record gets, you know, expunged or erased yeah. or whatever it is, it's just it can well, just being around those people, like you said. People, yeah. and I mean, Devin knows this, like guys always talk about this kind of stuff. Like, Devin, I'm sure you've heard guys say this, like, you know, if my son ever does that, I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to beat that ass. Oh, yeah. He ever does I'm gonna that. I'm going to whoop his ass. I'm going to whoop his ass. I'm going to do this. And I mean, you know, my buddy got put into that that scenario. Yeah. And, and his wife was, you know, like, please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. But realistically, I don't really think that like coming upside his kid's head or punching him in the yeah. stomach ever really crossed his mind. Jesus. Well, I don't, punching him in the stomach. Well, no. Yeah, dude, no. That's oh, like God. that's like a low blow, like legitimately right. and figuratively. It's you know? one it's, it's a low blow getting someone in the stomach one it's time. It's a one thing it's one thing to talk about what you're gonna do when your kid fucks up, but it's another thing when you have kids and you go through life with them and different experiences and then when they fuck up, honestly for me, and not that I, my kids have really fucked up that much, but, like, I can imagine that you're, like, 80% sad and, like, the last 20% is angry. Yeah, so sad and hurt. Yeah. And he you, was hurt. Yeah, so it's not even a matter of, like, just being, like, I'll beat the shit out of you for what yeah. you did. It's, like, I got to do something because I'm in charge of this life and I need to make sure yeah. his life is I'm gonna, not on track. Kid yeah. With, yeah, I'm going to hit my kid with, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I'm going to be if, if if either one of if I ever have children and let's say I have one child and that one child ever gets off track, like yeah. legitimately off track. I've thought about this. I've been thinking about this all week. I'm going to take a sack of tubers and I'm just going to hit them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Right in the face with, with the a tubers. sack of tubers, tubers yeah. with some frozen with some frozen, frozen sticks of butter frozen. in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no! I will save the butter. I'm going to put frozen things of country crock in there, and I'm going <laughs> right. to I'm going to just as hard some, as those tubers spread in there. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Seriously, I think that it would be. I mean, it made me really start to think. I mean, and like it even it made me think about your kids. Yeah. It made me think about my niece and nephew because I love them all, almost like their blood. I mean, yeah. Well, my niece and nephew are blood, but you know what I mean. Uh, it like how far would you go? And I'm, you know, it's like you want to grab them and shake them, and you know, you want to kind of give them a a nice little physical wake up. Like, yo, wait, you need to wake up. But I mean, 
My father. I don't know. It's just crazy to think about a son or a daughter doing something like that. My father had this weird power, which I wish I could like bottle and give to my children. But my dad would get mad, but he would never raise his voice and never look at us like he was disappointed. But the few times I can think of the three times in my life, my whole life that I have fucked up, that he has raised his voice and giving me one look. He hasn't screamed. He has just done a yell and given me a look, and it has cut deeper into my soul than all those times my mom has ever yelled yeah. at me. Like yeah. that's when was, you know you like. Really yeah, it was up. like my dad was so even keeled. It was just this is how it is. I'm disappointed or whatever. But when he would raise his voice and give this look, it would like cut into your soul where you would be like, I never want to fuck up again. Yeah. And I've only gotten like three of those from my dad in my yeah. entire lifetime. Yeah, and I had. Or I've had some of those similar experiences. I I knew that I had really upset my dad one day when he cried. Because he, I think he wanted to go completely ape shit on me. And he started to get really angry. And he did super angry. And he, he like he punched the door. And, but then he realized like nothing that he was doing was getting through to me. And he was totally helpless. He didn't know how to get through and to me it's anymore. It's so upsetting to see, like... So he just cried. Yeah. And he... I remember on, he ended up... What he did... It, it's funny. I don't know how he did it, and I don't know what was going through his head. He didn't use a lot of profanity around me. He never called me... He mostly didn't call me any names. When he would get really angry, he might call yeah. you a name or something. But he, I, we were in the car. We were heading somewhere that same day or within a day or two of that and he he got really quiet and he said you want to you want to know something you're a real asshole mm. <laughs> oh my god i call my i yes. call my son that like five times a day yeah yeah <laughs> stop being an asshole porter yeah. and porter says what's asshole he yeah. walks he literally walked around today going oh shit oh shit and i was like oh oh shit. god and you said oh shit yeah <laughs> yeah it's tough when your parents get like I, I, w- I could imagine it is. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a- as a parent, in your mind, is there really a limit? You know, is there anything that you wouldn't do for your child in order for them to have a better life than yours? I, yeah, like everybody always says, I'll do anything. I'll go to any lengths. Here's a I'll do, one. You know what you mean? That's, that's kind of the, like the, the right. play. Yeah, it's like, what? But, but realistically, when you're put into that position, how far will you go? Here's the funny yeah. thing I remember hearing before I had kids. I was probably 25. I remember reading something that was like, I would, if, if some, if somebody kidnapped me and my children, I would beg for them to kill me to save my children. And I remember going, that's stupid. And I was 25 because you don't understand that. And then I had kids and I was like, I totally fucking understand that. In a heartbeat. It's, it's such a weird change of like going from just like a self not even self it's just a person that cares about you and be your significant other and then you have kids and you hear oh they change your life and yeah they do good and bad but at some <laughs> point you hear stuff like that and you go holy fuck like that is a hundred percent true and you can't even mm-hmm. understand that concept until you have them and then you go oh my god i'm that person who'd be like yeah kill me before my kids what the fuck happened to me yeah I mean, it's a good thing it's, it's a good it, thing it but it's like to, I, I think it comes down to respect i don't know about your your friend and like how he he raised his son and everything and i'm not talking bad or or, or anything about that but 
this is and you're going on a path that he started to question himself about go ahead right and it's it's how much respect do you have for me the person who's raising you and and you don't even like try to hide this shit that you've done yep and where did i go wrong but it's right where's the shame yeah like what did i do wrong how could you possibly not have an ounce of respect for your mom and i to do something like that and that's where he he yeah he started to to say like you know my wife and i've even talked like maybe i'm too hard on him maybe i've been too hard maybe i have done this all these things wrong and he, he's he I mean, the guy's like questioning himself so much now i, I bet it eats at your core oh it's e- it, it, it's it, so it hard big it's, time. it's so hard to teach a child at any age what respect is until they are at a point in their life where like they demand respect and so they have to give it back you know yeah um yeah i mean i give my i give l the respect conversation probably three times a week and because she's six it doesn't fucking matter and i'm getting <laughs> i remember getting the respect conversation from my father when i was 16 and it's like why does it matter like because being that young you go i like my friends and i kind of like my family i like what i do but like they don't truly understand respect because they're not giving it and I mean, it's that it's that young mentality. It's just, you know, who fucking cares? Kids are hard, man. Yeah, make this like. this whole episode is maybe super <laughs> depressed to like nice. be a parent of like teenagers. I'm just gonna die. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, you, your worst years of uh, parenthood are yet. I know. I'm so I'm so fucking just in worried. In case you were curious, your life's about to get really shitty. I'm just not shitty. gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, he he was pretty proud of the way that he handled it he did he did great yeah he was pretty proud of the way he handled it and he was like i'm i'm glad that i did what i did but i'm he's like i don't i'm not like happy about it but he's he when it was all said and done the 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 kind of nice ending to it was he basically felt like for now that it worked well, give me his number so that Glenn can call him when Porter's and yeah. Al are that old because he did great. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. He did. Uh, he he went down the right path for that. Yep. Um, certain uh, certain one. So he did. Yeah. Congrats, whoever you are. Yeah. Good job. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes in the. Tell me your direction. phone number so I can give it to my husband. Anyway, I'm gonna. Go whoop my kids with some tubers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that's what my mom did to me. Anyway, this is Devin. This is Adam. This is Jamie.